This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So... The only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. end of the day, he ordered the deaths of over 6 million people, Russ, so I don't care if you do like his little shoes. Hello and welcome to the Scarf Bagara War. Yes, it's Wednesday night, which means it's time for your weekly review of the week, what went on in the last week. I spent the last week learning, learning that. That's why I've disappointed everyone who's ever loved me. Right, moving on. Joining me, Nick Lee, it's a man who was once described as joining me this week. It's Russ Johnson, who is joining me this week. I am joining you. Yeah, joining you. Join, I join you every week. Joining my little jam, jamboree of idiocy. Jamboree. Not use that word for a, while, a long time, have we? So, probably since I was in Scouts, I'd imagine. No, no, it got used more recently than that in our Dark Day series. Yes. Yeah. Jamboree. Jamb- yeah. Jamboree of shite or something along yes. those lines, wouldn't it? Yeah. If you Luckily, haven't heard... we don't have to think about jamborees of shite anymore. So. <laughs> no, no, we don't. But if you haven't heard our Dark Day series, go back and listen to that. Uh, you will be amazed and appalled in equal measure. And I'm not on it, so that's another another one to chalk up to it. Yeah, another reason to listen. <laughs> yeah, don't have me monopolising the conversation by trying to be funny. So it's a, it's a win in my book. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. I'm sticking with good stuff for now. We're gonna uh, we're gonna escalate that over the over the months and years. Uh, tonight we've. Got... <laughs> So I've got, to, got something in front there. Tonight, we've got a fan guest, Hannah Brown, who's joined us imminently. Uh, and we're also going to be joined by Man, uh, Man City, Jesus Christ, Salford City's media man and match commentator, Will Moorcroft. Um, so we're excited for that. He's going to stick with us for about 10, 15 minutes. 
Um, and then we'll tell him to go so we can talk about Salford behind his back. Basically, that's what we're going to do. Um, we'll talk about the Swindon match. We'll talk about a new Pale Ale County ladies as well into the cup final. We'll talk about that. Talk a bit of here, game two, and a bit of admin. Um, so without further ado, shall we get Hannah out? Now, before we do that, she gave us the answers to our new questions that we like to tell everybody. Um, questions, yeah. yes. questions that we're the first people to ever ask anyone. Yes. Like, patented our questions. No one's ever been asked these before. No, ever, no. Anyway. Not on a, a Stockport County podcast anyway. So No, and they never will. We, <laughs> we never put will. our rivals in the ground, don't we, Russ? <laughs> so, Hannah's first match, County versus Huddersfield, February 92. I guess... She can't remember the score, like I couldn't remember the, my my first match and my score. There you Nothing. go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, best goal witness live: uh, the Will Collar goal against Halifax. Not because it was the best goal, but because it was what it meant. Um, she hates a one 0 lead. That goal made her feel like it was actually happening. Got to agree with that one hundred percent. Best moment as a county fan: this is uh, this isn't one we'll talk about later. Barrow this season, uh, back in the yeah. EFL. Um, I think a daughter, Lottie, I think that's a, a daughter, walked out the team as mascot. So probably not the best one for everybody else, but that's a good one to talk about later, I think. As long as Hannah enjoyed herself, that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah, 3-0 down after 30 minutes. But as long yeah. as Hannah's that's all right. That's what we should be striving towards as a football club. <laughs> Before Mark Stock makes all these big decisions costing a million pounds, we should be like, is Hannah good for this? I'm not with it. And favourite ever player, it's Sir Kevin Francis. It's not to critique the choice of favourite player there, but you cannot, you cannot, you can't. No, no. I, I, I said commend is probably the word okay. I was going to use. The Barrow thing, you yeah. can—that's totally questionable. And I should have said. I, I mean, I don't want to get into the Barrow. Did at the at the whistle, um, and it was the first time my mum ever went to county as well. Um, but yeah, I cried watching Lottie walk the team out. Oh, so that's my moment. You've even brought a turtle glass heart over oh, here. Even yeah, I got right. a bit emotional when Russ. That doesn't happen. I've only ever shown my emotions once, Russ, and I asked. That was that was when I asked a taxi driver to slow down because there was a horse going past. That's quite. That's okay. quite nice. That's okay. that's a nice thing to do because horses don't like loud noises. <laughs> heart of glass. You're an emotional wreck, aren't you? I thought. Well, yeah, but. Not when I'm performing, Russ. Oh, right, okay. I've got, I've got, a, you... I've got a persona to keep on with. <laughs> the game... I don't want people the... coming up to me at matches. Got the game face on. Got the game face on. Um. So, yeah, what we'll do, you stick around, Hannah. Should we do admin now like we always plan to and then get yeah. them out? Because like, we always forget. Well, I always forget and then and then move on. Um. So we've got mugs for sale. Um. That was that was the wankiest moment of either of our lives. <laughs> that was terrible. That was like two snooker players in cardigans, like advertising Vianetta or something. That's the type of thing they did back then, wasn't it? I don't know about cardigans and Vianetta, but two snooker players. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Sounds I think snooker players and cardigans go together. No, snooker players and and waistcoats. Waistcoats. Yeah, yeah, like John Burgos waistcoats. <laughs> Anyway, we have we have I mean, mugs. A waistcoat is just a Tory cardigan, really, isn't it? If you look at it, 
if you think about it. It's, it's the same, same vibe as a cardigan, really. Melissa's got a waistcoat. He was showing us on Saturday. He wears it for match days in the away hospitality and looks really smart when he's representing the club, which I thought was really lovely. Oh, I thought if you get like county branded waistcoats, I'd I'd be cutting around in one all the time. <laughs> you have to tell Carla. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> stick that on the list. <laughs> tell us about your mugs, Russ. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, mugs. We've got mugs for sale. Ten pound for non-patrons, seven quid for patrons, and if you're in the Stockport area, I'll deliver it, like I have done for a couple of them. Um, otherwise I'll meet you at a match or we'll arrange something so yeah um, you can't go on the website to see them so I will post them after the match because our website is down because we blew our bandwidth and we can't afford any more so it's probably going to tick over on the 1st of April if, if people want to help us afford more they can sign up to the Patreon can't they Russ? well this for is the, it the, so it's a very reasonable price of three of your English pounds a month yes that is it and it's kind of a circular economy you help us and we can sell more things to you is that how it works? That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, yeah. how it works. That's how it works. It's how it works. Um, that's one piece of admin. The other one is Hatters 83 March this Friday. There's a big march from the Nelson Tavern at 6.30. It is back open. I'm not sure that the uh, Bobby Peel will be open, but the Nelson will definitely be open uh, from 6.30 and the march is from there. So, yeah. And that's a, that's a new feature on the show that we like to call what pubs are open on Friday, which will be bringing back every week now. Yeah, that's, that's our pub, pub report. I'll have to do that. I'll have to get a little video and do that. That'd be pretty good. Um, Bagara Gin, you've got you've got a, an update on Bagara Gin. This is hot off the. We are close to single figures of the final batch of Bagara Gin left now. So I'll put the link in the episode description for Stockport Gin, and you can get one. This is it. When they're gone, they're gone. Gone. Poof. I mean, not nope. no more. Ever. You're not having, and you're not having mine. <laughs> There'll be no more ever after that. Is that it? No more ever. No more ever. Ever, ever. Forever, ever. Oh. Forever, ever. <laughs> 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 what's that? That's What's that one? That's uh, don't tell me there. Oh, Outcast. don't tell me. I was going to don't tell oh, me. Sorry, Ross. If I'd known this was going to be a pub quiz, I would have brought more yeah. questions. <laughs> oh. picture around. Don't, don't tell me. Uh, right, famous paedophile picture rounds. Right, let's. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get Will out because he's probably sits out there wondering what's going on. Um, what the fuck is this? Yeah, <laughs> he knows what it is. He's been on before. Um, so let's get Will out. We'll have a chat with him about the big game on Friday. Hello, Will. Is your mic working now? It's on mute. It's he's on mute again. He's on mute again. <laughs> People of the world, stop I've just putting been yourselves on mute. Things. Technology. <laughs> oh, there we go. He's back. <laughs> hey, how oh, you doing, yeah. mate? You all right? Yeah, good, good. Getting uh, quite excited now. I think uh, a lot of people are. So, yeah. Yeah. So, looking forward to the weekend or pre-weekend, hopefully. Pre-weekend, yeah. <laughs> Um, so let's start with um, you're one point behind County. You've scored more goals per game than us, albeit conceding more goals per game. What are you, seventh, sixth? I mean, sixth, are you? Yeah, sixth. Um, I mean, sixth. What's gone wrong? Because you were you were favourites to be up right, right up there, weren't you? Yeah, I think it's a label people put on us every single season. Um, to be fair, in the last eight years, you know, whatever league we've been in, someone's always put on that 
Um, I think this year we've grown into what we're trying to do. Um, brought in some really good January reinforcements, but I think it's just taking a bit of time to really mould to where we wanted to be. Um, we had quite a few injuries as well early on, and I think when you look at the last few games, having Stevie Mallon back um, has been absolutely massive for us. We've got Liam Sheffield who's coming back as well. And they're two really big players who just helping a good squad depth that we've already got. Um, funnily enough, we were looking at the reverse fixture. And if you look at the difference between the squad then and the squad that we've got now, uh, we've got a lot more strength and bodies available. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just a case of things have come together a bit later than we would have liked. But the most important thing from our point of view is that we're still in about the conversation at the moment. Yeah, good shout. I mean, you lost was it four three away at Crew recently? Is that a, was that just pretty much a blip rather than a rather than anything else? Yeah, I mean, if you go away from home and score three goals, I think you expect to win, um, no matter where you are. Um, the players have even admitted themselves. You know, there might have been a sense of complacency, thinking that eighty fifth minute the game's won, um, which it wasn't. And to be fair, Crew threw everything forward, and you know, I think. From our point of view, we just conceded some really sloppy goals that night, which, you know, recently we have conceded more goals than we would have liked. Um, but thankfully, in most games, we're also outscoring people. So, you know, if the goals keep coming at the top ends, you can let in a few at the back end. Just hopefully it's not more than what you're scoring. Is is Has that been the case for you then? Just almost like the Brazil from, from the 70s, just score more than the opposition, regardless of defence? Yeah, I mean, it's it's flipped around a bit. So when we played you guys back in October and going into November, we were actually struggling to score, but we weren't that leaky at the back. So, you know, we I think the wins we were getting around there were they were pinching them one nils, um, two ones, or getting a couple of nil-nil draws in there. Um, I can't put my finger on exactly why it's changed. Um, but, you know, the goals are coming up front. I think that's just the strikers gaining confidence. Um, we've got so many different threats and options that we can change to suit the opponent. Um, and yeah, it's just can we plug the gap at the back really um, and stop that for the end of the season or are we just going to keep going? The philosophy is always can we score as many goals as we can? Obviously, I, I don't think there's any teams who uh, don't, but uh, yeah, that uh, seems to be where it's going. So it's exciting so it keeps you on your toes and at least you've got stuff to celebrate and shout about. Yeah, bit of a bit of um, interest towards the end of the season. And I suppose it goes to show as well because you've got an under-23 manager, an ex-under-23 manager, have you? Yeah, he's um, Woody's basically come up through United as a player um, when he retired. Um, he started coaching at Aston Villa actually and then he went back to... Um, Man United and he's coached all through the youth setup. So, you know, coming into the first football league job, I'm sure he takes top half league too. Um, obviously, the club's got its own ambitions, but, you know, he's, um, I think you can see the way that we like to play. We do like to build out from the back and play the nice stuff. But what's been great to see this season is I think the way that Woody's learned as well as the season's gone on, i.e., when you need to use your strength. So, when's the right time to bring big Matt Smith on and just throw him in there because at the end of the day, you need a goal, you need an outlet. So, you know, that I think what we're seeing now is quite a nice amalgamation of philosophy and necessity coming together. And 
I think that's why we're on the run that we're on, really. It's, it's, a, it's a weird one because I think we were both expecting to be up there, like top, top seven at least. But it just seems everyone seems to be faltering up there at the moment. We've we've had a bit of a slip up. Just everyone seems to be dropping points. I mean, I've never seen. Maybe it's just because we've been out of the league for so long. But I can't remember an end to a season that's going to be as topsy turvy as this one. I'm, I'm just glad we're not having to do the national league title race this season because that that's horrible. That gives me chest pains just looking at it. <laughs> I, yeah, it really <laughs> knocks me sick. Being in the Brexit. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's absolutely wide open. Even even late in Orient are having a a wobble now as well. At one point, yeah. they were like close to 20, 20 points clear of fourth, I think, at one point. It just all seems to be falling away now. It's been a weird one. Yeah, and at some point as well, Stevenage were two or three clear as well. Um, they mm-hmm. are bad as well on top, but it's, I think everyone picks up form at different points of the season. Um, and you look back at the last few, uh, Bolton, you know, they were nowhere near it at the turn of the year a couple of years ago, and they flew up and got in there. Um, Mansfield last season, obviously, Bristol Rovers last season. So there's always that element of someone's going to break in there. But for the teams who make a good start, that's sort of the difference between top three and playoffs. Mm-hmm. Make a bad start, who've got the ability to get it together. They're the difference between mid-table and playoffs. So it's, yeah, it it just always happens. No one runs away with it and stays run away with it. You know, even Forest Green at the back end of last season, they tailed off and, you know, if it was another 10, if it's another 10 games or so, they might have even dropped into the playoffs. Yeah. So it's it's a strange one. But obviously, you know, teams who are resourced in January, you know, I think both of us can um, fall into that bracket quite easily. It can change your season. So as long as, like I said before, you're there and thereabouts, you know, January can really define the end of your season. Is, is this a period now for you of make or break in terms of the season? Because you've got a really good result against Stevenage away. Uh, on the 25th of March. You've got us now away. You've got Leighton Orient at home next. Three really sort of critical games. Then you've got AFC Wimbledon away. I mean, that's probably harder than than you would suggest. I expect them to come out of the the, the slump they're in. Is, 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 that, is that how you're seeing it as a club yourselves? Like, this is make or break. This is a really key part of your season. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't speak for being in the players group because... Um... Not around that all the time, but certainly from you know our point of view, from the supporters' point of view, you look at these three games and you think, well, the teams around us and the chance to take points off each other, um, you know, after Mansfield have hit this bit of a blip um, and us winning at the weekend, it's now the first time for quite a while that um, it's actually in our hands being in the playoffs. So it's down to whether we can keep our cool or whether we're going to now be that team who start dropping points. So it's. Yeah, it. I think we were looking at this as out of these three games, if we can take four or five points, I think that'll help our playoff chances. Personally, I think if we can get seven um, or even nine, if that's possible, I'm not sure it is, but um, if we could do that, I think that puts us in the automatic picture. But then likewise, you guys, I'm sure you'll be looking at it thinking three points for you and results go elsewhere. You know, you can be looking at the top three as well. So it, I think that's what's making it such an exciting game and why everyone's really looking forward to it. And being on the Friday night, obviously looking ahead then to the Saturday and what other games are on, um, it could really set the precedent. It could 
unnerve some or it could give others something to go for it's, it's well the table's gonna look very different by five o'clock saturday night it's, it's gonna be yeah i think i think there'll be, there'll be some starting to look upwards and some starting to look downwards by that point um it's, it's weird because you come you come in come into edgeley park and the, the last time you came was national league north which which feel, feels like a lifetime ago already yeah <laughs> and now we're, now we're playing each other in the football league absolutely bonkers just mental all in a few short years yeah the reverse fixture felt a little bit like that as well because the last time you came to ours the ground was still sort of only just being done mm. um you know so that was all still quite new to us and then you know by the time you come a second time and it is done and you know, the amount of support was there you know it was a great atmosphere and a good afternoon um just obviously the result side for us didn't <laughs> go as we hope so you know maybe we owe you one but we we know actually part is going to be a very difficult place to come um you know we we haven't won there in three or four visits you know we've had some very humbling results in the fa cup um in that first meeting so you know it's it's one on the radar that obviously you know we want to tick off and get a win in but for us to do that we are going to have to earn it so we'll see what happens yeah and just talking about pitches we won't we won't talk about your pitch because obviously we're not playing on it on friday uh thank god uh but Ch- <laughs> but challoner challoner did did allude to in his in his post-match swindon uh uh interview that that you would you would relish playing on our pitch because ours, ours is pretty much like a carpet i think nick hannah you'll agree with that really good to play on would, is that going to benefit you or or not? Because you're used to playing on. I mean, let's be honest. It's a. It's, there's lots of sand on your pitches. It's not. A, not 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 the greatest pitch at all. Well, it's called Costa del Sol for a reason. So, <laughs> yeah, no, we 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 definitely play better on nicer pitches. Um, I'm sure that's the source of frustration for everybody uh, connected with the club. That weirdly enough, our home stadium isn't our advantage um so yeah coming and playing on if it is a really good surface um that will suit us that will suit our game um it's what we're most comfortable in doing um you know the players train on 4g so you know we're used to playing on a good surface um so it will be an advantage of such i think the biggest thing for us is going to be um the atmosphere and you know how well we deal with the pressure from the stands because i think like you saw a crew you know, once they got that bit of optimism, it almost seemed like it could have been a bit overwhelming. So, you know, that any team's going to enjoy playing on a good pitch, to be fair. I don't think there's any teams who particularly prosper playing on a bad pitch. Um, but, you know, the, the difference could really be in the stands, really, in the pressure. Yeah, I was probably alluding to it, playing on a bad pitch is pretty good if you've got someone like Matt Smith, Matt Smith up front. And then you need to lump it forward because you're trailing it towards the end. That that could be a slight advantage, but it's not a bad pitch. It's a good pitch, so you can carry on playing your game, can't you? Yeah, and, you know we can play some very nice stuff. Uh, you look at the um, game at Mansfield. You know, yeah, the pitch was okay. Um, they tried to come and play their game, which is open football. We played it back, and you know we put five past them. Um, so you know that is very much us and what we're looking to do and how we're looking to play um yeah 
God, to be fair, I can't really say much more. We we will play better on a better pitch. Um, you know, I think if anyone knows that, to be fair, it probably is um, Charlie. Um, looking back at the National League playoff final against Fylde at Wembley, um, I think at that point we did get a reputation where, all right, you are a bit of a lumpy team and, you know, you go direct, but, you know, give us Wembley and we absolutely tore Fylde apart. So um, he probably does know that better than anyone. And, you know, that was under a different manager. Fair dues. Um, f- uh, well, towards finally, Gary Neville stepped. Uh, what's the latest with Gary Neville? Because he's he stepped down now, and is it is it the other class of ninety two that are running the place? What's 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 the latest there? It, it's more to be fair. Nicky stepped up into this um, chief exec role, um, so Gary was always, I suppose, the voice, the prominent one of the group. Um, it was involved um, mostly day to day making the decisions um, and I think with the opportunity um, for Nicky now that he didn't have other employment uh, to come in and get more involved I think it's just to switch in that regard you know they're all still invested in it um, they're all still across you know meetings and decisions um, but we now have Nicky as a more day-to-day figure on the grounds with us um, rather than Gary just with everything else that he's got going on I mean, obviously, he's got a very successful podcast um, series himself going. Um, he's doing Sky stuff. He's got mm-hmm. about a million other businesses as well that he's trying to run. So um, from their point of view, you know, they certainly felt that the time was right for one of the others to come to the fore, uh, which was always the plan. And um, that, that's where we're at now. When you said then he's got his own successful podcast series, I took that to mean that you know, as a successful podcast series, you, you'll also know what that means. That's how I took that. Did you, Russ? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, finally, we won't, we won't talk about how many you bring in. We're going to talk about that later because uh, I think you, you said you said you had a bit of a, a mix up with tickets or something. I think you messaged me about you. You messaged that. I said, "Don't ask about that." But I'm, well, I'm going to ask what happened. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I don't know what's going on. I know that. I think we asked for a certain amount. We didn't get sent that and we've had to keep asking for amount because that amount's kept selling out. So I I don't know what's going on, but we've had a lot of phone calls of tickets arrived yet. We've got any more coming. Um, and I think today was just the final point. We've got everything that we can give you. Um, so they've gone and yeah, we're sold out. However many that may be, which I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is either. I think we're in the covered end, aren't we? Yeah, um, yeah. I think yeah, I think it'll block. be two two blocks. I think it is maybe. Is it two blocks? Maybe because they normally have a cordon down the middle, don't they? Not James, thankfully. That'd be the worst. <laughs> he does pop. He does pop up everywhere though, so it would not surprise me if I get to the game on Friday night and James Corden sat in my seat, but he's singing. Ooh. <laughs> sat between the county fans and the Salford fans. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's, apparently, it's Ian Dowden. Ian Dowden's always in the know. I say he's always in the know. I never, I never fact checked any of this. Uh, one block, one block, two hundred people. Why would Why? We don't do research. Come on, that's why yeah, we rely on. We don't do our own them. research, so we're not going to check other people's. <laughs> uh, uh, finally, will before we let you go and uh, go and get your tea and that, what to give us a score prediction? Stick your neck out. I know you. I know you're the media man and the commentator. We won't hold you to it. But what do you? What do you yeah. think? Yeah, speak for yourself. 
I've been tossing this one up because obviously you got is it four clean sheets in five for you guys now, and we've scored three goals in each of the last four games. So <laughs> it's almost like rocking a hard place, isn't it? Coming together. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with two-two draw. Uh, I think there's goals in it, but I just think the qualities will sort of come together and they'll be, yeah, two-two. Madden brace. Let's go, Hendry. Mm. Fancy defender for goal, Theo Vassell. Right. Let's uh, go and stick that on at, at Hills. Yeah. <laughs> just, just in case, like I do every week when someone predicts something. Brilliant. Right. Well, let's, right. let's see what happens. Right. Will, thanks so much for coming on, as always. Yes, Will. Thanks for the invitation and um, hope it's good on Friday. Yeah, well, let's hope it's a, an open game and and obviously we win. But we're going to say that, aren't we? And you want you to win and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But let's hope let's hope football's the winner. I've never said that before on this show. Shut up, Nick. See your face. <laughs> right, cheers, Will. See, I've, I've, you I've soon, said mate. it loads of times, but I always say it ironically, so it's fine. Like everything I say. Speak to you soon, mate. Cheers. Cheers. There we go, our mate Will. Um, right, shall we crack on with the show? Let's just play a little interlude first, and then we'll uh, we'll get talking about Swindon, and we'll get talking to Hannah. Um, let me find it. Where is it, Nick? Where is it? 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 I don't know where it is. I can't. I mean, I could have found it in this time and pressed it myself, couldn't I? But you know, be all right. There it is. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe. And for the audio podcast, please rate, review and recommend us on whatever podcast player you are listening to us on. Cheers. Thank you. There we go. What was that? What Pausing to get that yeah. video in. <laughs> yeah, well, the video, the seamless way in which you found it while carrying on with the show. Just mwah, chef's kiss, everything about the, it. This is This is why we've not progressed from this podcast, Nick. Because we go, you can speak for yourself, mate. Oh, I've got another two on the go. I've got it alone. Another two? Why, what's your other one? It's a, it's a little, uh, well, watch this space. Oh, is that what it's called? I was going to no, say. No, that would have been a better title than the one we've ended up with. But, but it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. It's just, it's, fair just, enough. it's just us moaning about stuff. And I'm sure some of that will strike a chord with the people who watch me moaning about stuff on here every week. So I'm sure they'll both be coming over to what to listen. Right, I, sounds. I'm good. not good at, at writing my own plugs, Russ. That's what I was going to say. I'll do my own reviews. <laughs> Make sure you turn up on time for them ones, though, won't you? In future, That'd turn up on good. time for this one. I'm always on time for this one. I we we had a thing in Basque, and I was there two and a half hours early. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a theme that's it was, it was, it was, that Well, a beer, yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I, got my, I got back on Guinness again. That was good night. Huh. Good for you. It's right. What I'm doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, shall we talk about the Swindon match on Saturday? Hannah, did you go? Yeah. Oh, you did? Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Associated roundabouts. I was so excited about the roundabout. <laughs> And we were supposed to park at the fire station, which is literally just off the roundabout. Um, yeah, yeah, there was football as well. It, yeah, it happened. Um, 
but the roundabout. Well, yeah, but let's get let's get on the roundabouts because there's not much to talk about in the game. I want I want to hear all about the roundabout. <laughs> well, you look at it, and there's cars literally going in every direction, and it just looks like absolute chaos but because everyone is going in the same direction in different directions everyone's going so slowly so it's kind of it's actually quite civilized but when we were leaving i had to get like from one end to the other um and so like did a bit of a recce and stood and watched where i need, like what lane i needed to go into and where i was going to be so uh yeah fail to prepare prepare to fail <laughs> as they as they say as they say um can we move on from the roundabout and get onto the football by any chance? <laughs> the 45 seconds of football that broke out before yeah. before the ref made himself known. 45 seconds. <laughs> well, I've, not, I've not even got over to Malawi to put the to watch the game by that point. Did you miss it? I know I, 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 I missed I missed all the fun of the fun of the first couple of minutes. Their their dive and yellow card, our our penalty miss and the red card. Yeah, missed all that. Um I didn't even need to go to Malawi to watch it because it was an international weekend, so it's free for anyone yeah, to stream. Yeah. But I just feel I just enjoy my little weekends away, so I still went went and watched it in Malawi. <laughs> I'll show him. Say that Google. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was more than just the forty-five seconds or whatever it was at the start, wasn't it? There was there was more to it than that. Yeah, it's very laboured. I thought after yeah. after I kind of got to the point where I was just convinced we weren't going to score. I thought they were going to score. And like I think about, I don't know, 60, 70 minutes, it just had 1-0 loss written all over yeah. it and a horrible yeah. trip home. Um, yeah, it went from like the kind of hysteria and delirium of the red card and the penalty being awarded and then the actual penalty um, and then downhill from there. And then we scored and then it ended. And there was their kind of red card kind of appeal and penalty appeal as well at some point in that. Yeah, which was like the clearest dive you'd, you'd ever ever see. I was, I was surprised there was even a... I mean, we've accepted by now that the refs are just diabolically awful for everyone anyway. So we've had, we've had one of them weeks now where it's it's going to... But it was a stonewall red as well for the penalty. He didn't make an effort to win the ball. So I, I don't see what mm. they can... It's not like we've got away with anything there, as other as other teams have against us. So, and the Swindon, enter, fans, right? the Swindon fans were all like, they kind of took that. They, you know, there was there was a bit of discussion around. Um, it was too early in the game, so the referee should have just kind of let it go because it was so early and it was going to. But you know. no, that's that was really the chaos. <laughs> chaos. Imagine, imagine Leeds against Cardiff. In my, in my, <laughs> the first 50 seconds, you just get away with anything. You just do what you want for the first 50 seconds because it's too early. Yeah. You want all mental. It gets the crowd. It gets the crowd going, oh, doesn't it? Though, because uh, their, yeah. their, fan, their fans were baying for it to be evened up for everything, weren't mm -hmm. they? Mm. Away days with County are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Absolutely everything. Yeah. I, I listened to the Swindon podcast, Low Strangers, um, earlier in the week, and they, they were quite accepting of yeah. the penalty. I mean, it was a penalty. I don't think you could argue with that. Um, 
and they thought it was quite even up until half time. I can't say I can't I, I can't disagree with them. It was it was like it was almost like it was eleven men each. Yeah, up to, up till half time in beyond half time. Yeah. yeah. Well, every time they got a corner, I just started pacing. I was just pacing because it just had this horrible <laughs> inevitability to it. Yeah, I've yeah. got a hole in my socks now. <laughs> One of my socks has got a hole in from the pacing. It's really annoying me. <laughs> well, no, we just boot it into the box, and then someone would be there, or four of them would be there, and it'd be out again, and you know, reset and try again. But it just felt, I don't know, a little bit hopeless at times, and really frustrating to watch. Was that was that the, the the same sense in the in the ground in the away end as well? Was everybody getting like that? I I think so. There was um yeah, I was kind of towards the back, and there was lots of you know tutting and pissing <laughs> and and being diplomatic. Um, but yeah, I think frustration absolutely. Um, certainly where we were. Are you worried? With what you saw generally it's like it's hard isn't it because i think generally we don't necessarily do well against 10 men and i think they like someone said in the comments they um kind of it was really hard to open up because of the the playing style that they adopted um i think the injuries worry me like it's almost like we struggled and, you know, that Salford game was the turning point. It was like the first win and then we went on a bit of a run. Um, and then now it's there's, there's injuries that, you know, we, you know, back to Joe Lewis, bless him. And it's, uh, yeah, I am, I am worried. But, you know, we've, we've pulled them out of the bag recently when we've not been playing brilliantly. Um, whether we'll continue to get away with it, I don't know. Yeah, yes, that's exactly that. It's, it's, I've, I've been going, but looking, looking back to like 96, 97 this week, and just how how much tension there was in the second half of that season, and how it was, it was just just yeah. getting one nils and not playing particularly. So I think we're just gonna have to all strap ourselves in. Ben, ben Walker is probably cackling maniacally now because he's got the jeopardy that he wants. But I don't, I don't know. it'll be all right. It'll be fine. Well, I did not expect Crowsdale to be the one popping up and scoring a winner at this point of the season. No, no. Um, Jody Morris wasn't very happy with the with the lad that was meant to be tracking Crowsdale, or at least following him back because he, he let him run past him and then couldn't catch him. <laughs> yeah, it's a so, mate, yeah. so um, snooze, you lose, isn't it? But it yeah, all, it's just... it all came from getting Rydell high as well. Oh, we can't play the music. So, so I think, we, I, I think, I think for that joke in future, we should just forget about the advertising money. It's like, sod you, YouTube. We don't want your three pound fifty. We're going to play. Well, <laughs> <laughs> do you know? It's, maybe we should because we don't get much anyway, do we? So, like you say, it's not, it's not a lot. Um, it's, what, what, it? what, do hmm? your own version. Oh, that's a point. Yeah. Yeah. Enough, uh, well, no, because it'd be so good. It's, it's, it sounded like the original because we're that good. So it'd be, it'd be like one of them covers where in years to come, people will be like, oh, I prefer the cover to the original. You know what they do with like Hurt by Johnny Cash and stuff? Yeah. That, that's what it'll be. And, and then that'll be our, we'll have to deal with that all our lives. People are like, oh, that cover you did was better than the original. It's like, yeah, we, we know, guys. But you could do a series and like bundle them together. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. 
and and we can just get bothered in the street all the time. But look, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to go to the beach with my Ukrainian model girlfriend. I didn't want any of this. <laughs> she was Belarusian, to be fair, wasn't she? Are we talking? Are we? Are we moved on to Daz Samson now? Would it be in Eurovision? No. No, but it says it all that you've oh. chosen that to to bring it up to Daz Samson. <laughs> <laughs> That's where your head is. We've mentioned music, and you've gone Daz Samson. Samson. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but the back to the match, though, right? What annoys me is against ten men, we we prop. It felt like we proper struggled to create anything, and we didn't we didn't take mm. him to task. When it's the other way around, like we well, like we said on last week's show with Ben early in the season when we were down to ten men, what I don't know seven times in the first eight games or whatever it was. The the other teams always seem to get the better of us, didn't they? But we mm. can't seem to do that. Why is that? Is it not something they practice? They probably don't practice it. I don't, I mean, you know, given my extensive knowledge of county's training protocols, but maybe, I don't know. Like, They, they must practice overloads. Yeah. It's a common, you know, common thing. Must They must do. They just, it's, it, was, it, it was as if they couldn't find the space. You know, like one of those games where yeah. the space is, you have to move the tiles around. It's like they couldn't find that space. There's always a mm-hmm. space there, isn't it? Even if you go man to man, someone's yeah. spare at, at the outfield. I just. But they must, like, at the end of training, because as, as we all know, football football training, all they do, they do the warm ups where you have to get your knees dead high. <laughs> they do, like, little little passing round inserts. They hammer a lot of shot, load of shots at the poor goalkeeper. Yeah, the sub goalie. Yeah. 10 yeah. 15 minutes, he just gets shots battered at him from all angles, like often at the same time. Then yeah. you'll get in your little circles and do what they call come on, Mr. UEFA coaching badge guy. Rondo, what called? it's called the Rondo. Rondo. That's the one. That's, <laughs> I, I can't, I, I don't feel comfortable using uh foreign football in terms to describe generic football. It's not a xenophobic <laughs> thing, it's just I feel like a twat. <laughs> I feel like one of them. I'll be I'll be drinking Madri and talking about the hops next. What would you call it? I don't. I've only ever known it as a rondo. What would you call it? Piggy in the middle. Well, as my PE teacher called it. Right, you dickheads, go and get in a circle and kick a ball about. <laughs> Nothing wrong, you know. Did 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 me no harm. So they do that, and then they have an 11, 11 versus eleven. At the end, and so whoever performs best in the rondo, or if someone like brings some cake in for everyone, if it's a player's birthday, he brings cake in for everyone, they should be like, right, you can sit out the eleven v eleven, and then that gives them a chance to do eleven v ten. Well, we can see on Monday, can't we? Because five hours of training, apparently, this you know the open door right. training event on at Edgley Park on Monday, so we'll be able to see. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you going? Are you are you two going to that? We've got tickets. The girls can go with my dad, maybe, but yeah, I've got a job. Yeah, right. So, I, I, I might, uh, I might, I might go. Maybe, I, maybe, I'll go. Can just maybe they'll let me join in. No one's going to go for five hours, are they? Maybe I can go down. Oh, and and so Nick, <laughs> Charlie, where's the rondos? Um, yes, fo- football's moved on since you since you know about training, Nick. Unfortunately, maybe I've moved on. Maybe I'm the one who's matured and grown. No, no, it's, it's no. Right, carry no. on, mate. <laughs> um, anything more about the Swindon match before we move on? That was a very that was a very League Two fixture. 
that was. You know when you know when you look at some fixtures and they just take you to like a place and a time. It's like Na- Napoli are in the Champions League like later stages at the moment. And whenever I look at one of the games, it just feels like it's a game from like the late eighties or something. Same same with City getting Bayern. That feels very like two thousand and twelve ish. It's weird how some games do that. And County Swindon is peak like. 90s Ensley Football League slash yeah. Nationwide Football League, isn't it? Yeah, it's just, I get you. Yeah. Just, just there. I felt, I felt like I was like nine again. It's it's weird you should say that because over the weekend, me and my lad had the, had the retro pie out and we were playing Championship Manager 96, 97 and he was county and he was he was playing Swindon because they were in our division that season, were they? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. were, 96, 97, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a uh, blast from the past, yeah. Honestly, you'll you'll start seeing that now when you see just a random game on the telly or whatever. You'll look at it and you'll think, "Oh, this feels very like when yeah. Derby and Leeds play each other." I just think it's very like nineteen seventy one. Yeah, is it because we're back in the football league now and these things are starting to pop up more, and we're not playing oh, yeah, yeah. United? And... Yeah. Like, like when we played when we played Boston, it felt very like Jim Gannon's first spell because we played him a few times then, and we've said had the link with Anthony Eldin. Like playing yes. for yeah. well. so that, that Who's, who's not a scouser, yeah. is he? I don't think. No, no. It doesn't look like a scouser. No. I don't think he was a scouser. Okay. Swindon then. Let's move on to uh Salford on Friday. Ooh. What do we really Friday. think now that Will's gone, even though he's listening in the back room? We can see him. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bit terrified to be honest. I'm just glad it's going to be that extra drinking time that they've given me. That they've it's given me. Cru- it's going to be crucial. It's, it's it's a game of fine margins, Russ. And they all add up. So that so that extra few hours of drinking time is going to help me a lot come quarter to eight because I'm a feels like do or die. Don't I think if we want to get top three, it's a type of game we need to be winning. Well, that's it. Is it a must win or is it a must not lose? Depends how the other results go on Saturday. But obviously yeah. we, we're not going to know do the result, how the other results are going. So that makes it a must a must win. Makes it a must mm. win. But then depend but then at, at ten to five, I might revise it and say, well, it was a must not lose because everyone else drew. But Yeah, it might feel disastrous coming away with the draw on Friday and then by Saturday yeah. it might seem actually it's not that bad. I'm I'm not taking one point to Foodie Friday after the game. I'm sorry. If I, <laughs> I turn up at Foodie Friday with one point from game with Salford, my mates are going to laugh me out of the building. Sorry. <laughs> Foodie, Foodie Friday finishes at nine o'clock, doesn't it? Not when Nick's in town. Oh. <laughs> no, they, they, keep, they keep the party going, mate. No, does it? Does yeah. it really? Yeah, six, six till nine, that's still, yeah. That's a bit. Well, I mean, everything not. stays open and there's loads of people still there. So It's not in keeping you... in with the happening town in Europe, is it? I move back for things like this and this is what I get. I'll have to leave the game at half-time then, won't I? Yes, you will. Uh, we've had a message from Rick Hinks. He's just given some extra information for your tr- trip to the training session, Nick. Um, that you've They're not probably... letting me anywhere near there. The restraining order <laughs> I'm excited now. Well, I think it's season ticket holders anyway, unless you're going to get a ticket somehow. You'll be able I've to go in the got, 18... I've probably got my mate's season ticket, so oh, yeah, you'll be able to go in the 1883 to get to player autographs after the training on Monday. There you go, for those that are going to the training session. Can, uh, I've got a question. 
can 35 yeah. year old children go just <laughs> for the autographs and the pictures? You can escort <laughs> one of mine if you want, it'll be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Do, do not leave oh, no. Nick alone with young girls, that's all I'll say. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say, and we'll move I on. I like it, Mark Ross, but <laughs> you feel, oh, I knew it'd be you. I knew this. Is, this is, it's all right because when I was recording my, my new podcast last night, I said the thing that I think is going to be what gets me cancelled. Like, did ten you? Years time, <laughs> ten years time, I'll be I'll be on Strictly. I'll have done the thing where they draw the lot out and I get me dancer, and then before I can even start putting the fancy shoes on and all that, that's it. This will come out. It'll be front page of the tabloids, and I'll be <laughs> done. I'll be, I'll, I'll, yeah, I listened back to it this morning. I was like, yeah, that's me done. That's it. Not even anything that bad either. Not like that. <laughs> I just, I just stated what Weirdo. I thought. Well, what a fact. That's horrible. Uh, some messages coming honest, in. Obviously, the atmosphere's turned around this hour. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> Let's move on. So, put some people saying definitely a must win, must win. Um, yeah, it's pretty much must win. Might do a poll on that. Uh, that adds a bit of pressure, doesn't it? It's a sellout. Um, in the past, we've normally fell flat on sellouts, haven't we? Or not sellouts, but um, yeah. big crowds where it's there's an expectation. Well, not so much recently, really. I think no, no, I was thinking that, yeah, not so much recently. Yeah. I think the atmosphere maybe because we've been sold out every week, pretty much. Yeah, the atmosphere can be a bit flat as well when it's full. It'd be interesting to see with the railway end, although looking at the weather forecast, I feel really quite sorry for them because I think it's like 90% rain or something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a lot of nostalgia around Friday night football. Like that's what I was brought up on and um, yeah. and my dad as well. So, you know, there'll be people going that that don't normally go. Um, and that does tend to affect the atmosphere. Yes. Yeah, you, you, get, you get the day trippers with the little picnic blankets out, don't you? Oh, the picnic, picnic blanket weather on Friday night. So. That's, that's, that's something. If only it could fit in my tiny bag. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, two things, two separate things said to me this week at work. One was um, a lady. The two all week. Yeah, about, 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 about county. About county. Obviously, not about work, about county. One from a lady who I absolutely love to bits at work. She said she called county grassroots football and a I just couldn't, I just didn't have the heart to pick her up on it. Um, but, you know. Then the other one was, um, I don't know if he was a City or United fan, he's not County, messaged me and said, um, we tried to get County tickets for the game against Salford on Friday. Can't get any that are undercover. Can you sort us some out? And I'm like, am I some sort of ticket magician or something? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Can I sort you some out? I don't, I just replied and said, well, if there's none on the ticket site, if they're not on the site, mate, I don't, yeah. what, what do you mean? <laughs> like, you, should, you should have just gone on the ticket site and sent him a screenshot and said, no, there's none there. Yeah. <laughs> he you must think you're a really big deal, Russ. Like, no, well, no, because he... flattered. No, no. Well, and, as well, and I said to him... The, the I'm sorry, Russ, are you saying you are, you are a big deal? No, no, know. I didn't say that. No, no, no. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but what I did say was, the, there's still tickets in the railway end. And he said, "Well, yeah, but the rain. There's rain forecast for the weekend." Mm. And I just went, reply, "Well, take a brolly and you'll be right." Well, you know what? Yeah. Not only is he not a count, are they not county fans? The fair weather as well. Fair weather day trippers. Fair weather day <laughs> yeah. trippers. What's Bro, all that about? All the triggers are going off. Here. I know. 
If you bring Man City into this, Ross, I'm going to... It's like, it's like the worst, isn't it? I don't, I don't know if they're... They must be City or, and, and or United fans. There'll be a know, sea yeah. of City umbrellas. It'll be beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't. It's like I put that tweet out about, is it okay to have a second team? And I was quite surprised at, how, at, the, at the margin. Did you see that? Um, yeah. Sixteen hundred people. Sixteen hundred people uh, responded to that. I think if you've relocated to another country, then I yes, think it's, it's fine to pick up a team. I think there. there's there's well, there's lines to be drawn. Two in the same country. Yeah, there's lines to be drawn, isn't there? I think. Yeah. I, I think it's acceptable in some cases, but then you know, people can do what they want at the end of the day, can't they? It's like when, when you when you see those like Twitter profiles, it's like, oh, I'm a fan of. Uh, Spurs, the Philadelphia, yeah, fuckheads, yeah. whatever they're called. <laughs> Spurs, <laughs> Spurs <laughs> Philadelphia, Chicago, uh, Worcester City, touching myself on the bus, just like <laughs> there's a litany of weirdness on people's Twitter, phones. including Wrexham. Like, Wrexham is in everyone's now, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, like, are we going to talk about Wrexham? I mean, oh, no, 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 it's not worth it's, it's not worth the story, guys. <laughs> the United thing, the, um... oh, yeah. yeah, let's not do that. I mean, we've, we've already we already had that this week, didn't we? Stockport United, Zip Lake, 28 years old, out of London, England, plays for Stockport United, Stockport Hello. United, Such live on yeah. North American telly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't believe that that's how my night went that I spent a long time trying to find a stream for that game that, that, that was the moment on top of everything that was the moment where I thought maybe my life's not turned out how I wanted it to <laughs> and all the stuff I've done that was, that was the one moment was he not on Granada? Yeah, 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 good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Granada yeah, for yeah, VPN. Yeah. Do you not choose Granada yeah. on the VPN? Well, well they, they, I'm sure. I'm sure they can watch the highlights on Granada reports, can't they? <laughs> That's not mine. That was Nick off Yellowboard. That, and I, I, I like ugly, ugly laughed at it for far longer. Than <laughs> <laughs> Commentated by Gamal Thumbly and Becky Want. She used to be on Granada tonight, didn't she, Becky Want? She's on um, Radio Manchester now. Yeah, GMR now, isn't she? GMR. <laughs> well in the night. Should we go to the 9X? <laughs> hey, all these, all these references, eh? Hey. Um, GMR at the 9X. Where was we up to? I've completely lost what we were doing. Um, oh, 1994. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> So yes, yeah, uh, Friday, Friday, yeah. Uh, there's a new county beer, isn't there? There's a new county pale ale that's going to be served in the courtyard. Not a fan and of pale ale, and a pie, yeah, a chicken, the chicken curry pie. But then they put the county pale ale in another pie, a steak and ale pie, I think. Yeah, the chi- chicken like, curry pie. Curry. <laughs> yeah, like, just drowned in it. It's fine. You get some mad scientist in the courtyard. <laughs> Yeah, chicken, I, I want I want the can that the pale ale comes in, but they're going to decant it into a horrible yeah. plastic cup. Oh, yeah, I want not a can. Yeah, won't mind a can for this place. Yeah, that'd be good. It yeah. won't be out open yeah. afterwards either, will it? To go and ask, or maybe it was mm, licensing different on a Friday night. Maybe 
I'll, I'll be down keeping Foodie Friday going. And yeah, yeah. I'll be at the gates as soon as the final whistle goes. I'm like, don't take the tent down. <laughs> you just imagine You're laughing, you rock, it's like, it's... like rocking up late to a party, isn't it? It's just trying to keep the party <laughs> I'm like going. The... I'm like Especially in the sense it'll be really wet and everyone will be just, it'll just be a bit sad and dejected and Nick will be like, right, yeah. We're going to point against Salford. But I'll, um, I'll just turn up and like bang my hip on the jukebox and the party will start again. <laughs> Big scratchy noise and then music will come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Like like, how did you know about my eczema? <laughs> Um, bit about the courtyard though. This is this is this is pretty good. You know, you know, left bollock, mate Ryan. I was with him a couple of home matches ago. Bearing in mind we're in, we're in. I don't know. We're in March now, aren't we? And the, the courtyard opened in what November was it? December, because it was supposed December. to be for the Gillingham game, wasn't it? And I think it was the yeah. Boxing Day game it opened for. Yeah, and he said to me, he said to me, "It's all right, this isn't it, but it'd be good if you had toilets." And I just looked, looked behind and went, "They're there, Ryan." Oh, <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pissing myself for three months. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's been going into the ground early. <laughs> so yeah, um, brilliant. Anything more about Friday night? Then obviously we're all hoping for a win. Uh, Collar, I'm, I'm very excited. Sars is probably still going to be injured, isn't he? Uh, Collar is possible, is... according to the interview oh, he... from last week. But, oh, but Collar's okay. got some weird freak injury that we don't know about and given the fact that no one's mentioned what it is i'm assuming it's his balls that's just way that's just where you go in it with it's where i go i mean it's a good reason to to toilet football, mouth. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah yeah that's why i could never be in a defensive wall i think i could be the one that lies down as much as i hate that practice i could be the one that lies down at the back because i cover what's, quite and what's that called in football in the football circles nick come on what's that one called well, not a draft excluder. I'm not, having, I'm, not, I'm not having it. It's not called a draft excluder. And John Kieran, if you're watching, you started doing this as well. John Kieran calls it a draft excluder now. It's like, but there's not like a proper name for it. Do you think Pep's well, there in well, training? No, but like, yeah, yeah. There isn't like a committee that, that officially names these things, you know. They just. Well, there should be. Well, maybe they, maybe we start one. I mean, that sounds like a lot of hard work, mate. It I does, actually, yeah. I've, I've, I've <laughs> not got I mean, time for that. Just just listen to the Football Clichés podcast. They've been doing it for about 300 episodes, so I think we're a bit behind the curve. <laughs> yeah, I quite like the term draft excluder. I wish they wouldn't do it, though, but I quite like the term. It's a waste of a man. The only player I've ever seen do a free kick like under the wall has been De Bruyne like, a few times, and that's it. I've never seen anyone else do it. Ever? It's not, not that I can think of. I mean, there'll probably be like loads of famous examples now, but I can't think yeah. of. Yeah, any it was like when it's like, it's like when Jordy Hatter said uh, he, he could he could he's never seen anybody score an indirect free kick from inside the box. But then, yeah, obviously, yeah, there no. was Alan Shearer for England, wasn't he? Who used to play yeah. for Newcastle United? Did he? <laughs> Famously. <laughs> Famously. Um. So yeah. Um. County ladies into the Cheshire Cup final. Stunning stuff. 30th That's of April. Good. Yes. Is it the 30th of April? I thought it was the 23rd. I looked on the site earlier. I'm sure it was the 30th. I hope it is the 23rd for Maybe. logistical reasons, but 
I'm fairly sure it's the 30th. Okay. You you just chat away while I just... I was going to say, do you want me to have a look quickly before we... Well, I mean, I mean, I can. Um, at, the, uh, at the Vauxhall Motors ground? Yes. Um, Versus um, Tranmere Rovers. Tranmere, yeah. Two o'clock kickoff. Maybe. <laughs> On whatever date it is. Yeah. 23rd or the 30th. Uh, we'll confirm that. <laughs> what a really impressive 6-0 win away at Crew in the semi-finals. Um, There's been so some good. massive score lines at yeah. the Stockport Sports, Sports Village. And they only narrowly lost at the weekend. They've um, had a really good run. Yeah, that was at Durham, was it? Away at Durham? Durham Sestria? Yeah. Um, so having a really good season. Up near sort of above the well in the top half which is if you listen to our podcast with steve o'hara that's kind of where they were aiming so yeah, good. good progress made um so that's good um tell us about your escapades if you want to with her game too should we have a laugh at that oh do we, should we should we not i don't know i don't want to not be friends with people we like, yeah. So I, um, her game two, um, commonly misconceived at, as um, like the, they were attacked last night for someone saying that you know women's football shit and female commentators are shit, and that's not really what her game two is about and what their ethos is. It's not about defending the quality of women's football. It's about um, making football um, inclusive and accessible for for women, but you know for for everyone. And they they go across um, football and uh, cricket and rugby as well. So there's kind of different divisions. And how they work is they have um, ambassadors at every club. And what those ambassadors do is they work as liaisons um, between, I guess, the female fans and um, another kind of community initiatives and um the football clubs and there's a reporting mechanism so if you experience sexism at football at a football match then you can um you can report it to her game too the club liaison then picks it up um that's not something that we have at county um at the moment we are we have a partnership with her game too which as far as i can understand is effectively like a contra deal in terms of a, a logo share on a website um, but we don't have an ambassador. So that's something that um, Claire and I had had looked to do because the thing about county is that we, we've we been really lucky and it's, you know, sexism at county isn't something that happens that often um, or not something that we're necessarily aware of. And, you know, it may be, again, that, you know, you're in a bubble and you, you only see what you see and, um, you know, it might just be that we're not aware of it. Um, but... The la over the last, I guess, last few months this season, as that fan base starts to evolve and grows and we pick up more people kind of as we go through the season, there's comments starting to be made, stuff directed at Rebecca Welch um, that, you know, doesn't sit well. It shouldn't sit well with anyone, but definitely doesn't sit well with, with us and, you know, particularly raising girls to to go to football games, um, you know, Sophie and Charlotte um, and, and Daisy, when she gets older, will never kind of know that it's not a space for them. And, you know, because of the um, the increase of popularity of the women's game and, you know, they've grown up going to, to women's football and going to county. 
Um, and so Canty is very good at it. What we are lacking is um, female voices kind of on match day, um, female representation um, at, I don't know, you know, co-coms, I'm 100% not volunteering for this. I would, you know, get distracted and be talking about planes or something kicking off in the railway end. Um, but uh, yeah, female voices, um, and I guess representation and you know one of the things that I've talked a lot about is it never occurred to me that I could go to the football on my own as a woman it it just absolutely didn't and I think it was Chesterfield at the end of last season it was the first away game that I went on my own I didn't know anyone um and I felt perfectly comfortable and, and people made me feel welcome um but there is probably a need for a female focused kind of sub-community um and that's something that we're kind of looking at doing um either as part of her game two or not sounds good yeah sounds good yeah it's a shame it's a shame that the uh, i was i must admit and i'll say it even if you won't uh i was disappointed with her game two's response to your mm -hmm. tweet i was expecting them to come back and say yeah we'll look at we'll look at what you've your submission from before and we'll get back to you but it was more like yeah just fill it in again like, yeah well, and just... they you know they are a volunteer organization I get that. and I get that. um you know i i you know have a level of appreciation for it but yeah and we, and we did we did that we we applied again um claire and i had interviews last week um we haven't heard anything back so it's uh but you know they're volunteers um so I'm, I'm sure we will do soon. Yes. Ask ask for forgiveness, not permission, is what yeah. I say. So yeah. Good stuff. Well, all the best with it. Um, you've got our you've got our full support anyway. And if you want to use right. any of these tools, then they're free to yeah. you for you to use. So thank you. No problem. Um okay. What else could we talk about? There's got to be something else. Um I've got emergency questions, Russ. Do an emergency question, do that. Right. Um, oh, before you right. before you do it, before you do it, before you do it, it is the thirtieth. So thank you, Claire Jess, and I can corroborate that it was me again, not doing full research again. Emergency question, Nick. Doesn't, doesn't sound like you. Right, directed at both of you. Then, uh, what thing that everyone seems to like do you think is actually a bit rubbish? If you say air fryers. I'm gonna go. Is, it, is this is this a county related question? No, or? no, no. This is in general. Ah, general life, yeah. I don't know. If that's easier or harder. Salt and vinegar crisps. I hate salt and vinegar crisps. Oh my god. Oh. oh. <laughs> right. God. How are you gonna annoy me with us today? Um. <laughs> saying? Everyone else likes it, and I think it's rubbish. Oh, it's generally accepted to be good. Like people tend to like it, but you. you it's a total emperor's new clothes situation for you, if you like. Mm, I, um, I, I, I don't, I'm not a quick thinker. You should have asked. Should, I should. I should have emergency answers. Well, what I'll do? Uh, oh, I'll, I'll tell you. How about Rex, Wrexham? There you go. Just been given. A, <laughs> just been given a tip. Wrexham. Oh, what I'll do? What I'll do, Ross? I'll, I'll, give, Cheers, you, I'll give you. I'll give you an emergency question for. I'll give you one now, and you can think. You can have a week to think of the answer. Right. And then come back to me next week, Ross. So. Uh, <laughs> Cheers, Nick. Uh, who's who's the sexiest cartoon character? So I expect an answer for that next next week. These are just the issues I'm working hard to get to the bottom of 
amongst the county nation. Right, the county nation, just, like it. Are you sure you have to use yeah. that? Thanks, it's Jonathan. Yeah, he, he said it was fine. He said it's fine, doesn't he? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Do you know what? Phil Lloyd makes a good point. Madri, I'm, I'm with him on that. Yeah. It's just, it's just Carlin. It's just it's... Carlin, and they put a fucking peaky blinder on the can. Exactly. That exactly. That's exactly what it is. The, yeah. They put a peaky blinder on it, or a, you know, a guy with a flat cap, and it's that's it. Yeah. That's good marketing, though, isn't it? That's good marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just Phil Lloyd, Jessica Rabbit is the correct answer. Well done. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I asked yeah, for your yeah. opinion, Ross. What the answer is, Jessica Rabbit. Or, or Marsh Simpson. Marsh Simpson gets out the bath. Queen. Does he mean, do I, which question is he answering there? Um, you got any more? Have you got any more? Um, before we go, okay. No, I'll just ask you that one. Which count? Which county player who's generally thought to be great do you think was painstakingly average? Oh, that's a that's an that's a hard and unfair one. I think because I don't think I think we're quite a. In terms of fan bases, I think we're quite level-headed in that respect. So we don't really. It takes a lot for them to become great. Yeah, I ne- I never said hard and fair was off the table. I never said it was going to be soft and fair rather than hard and unfair. No, but what I'm saying is we don't really we don't really build them up to be thought of as great, do we? Unless they actually are. Nobody's ever. Do you know how I came up with that question? I saw someone on Twitter say that Alan Armstrong was average at best. No. And, I, and after I'd, after I'd pick, pick myself up off the floor and come out of hospital and everything, <laughs> I was very, very, very angry. Yeah. Oh. yeah that was a shame. That was, that was a, a dark day for all of us, that was. Do you think that's someone who's not who didn't who never saw him play? I hope well, so, because the alternative yeah. is bloody terrifying. <laughs> wow. I d- like unhinged I stuff. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I've seen some weird stuff on the internet, man. <laughs> some tell, weird stuff. I tell you who was who was average, but sort of got piggybacked on the 96-97 team is Andy Much. He scored some really critical goals for us, didn't he? And he was there the season before as well, I think. But I just thought he was a bit of a not average. He, was, he just he just seemed to be in the right place at the right time, which is a skill in itself, isn't it? But, Literally, I yeah, really I know, I know. But I just I just thought like it's like what was it when um, Southampton away when he when he practically nicked Alan Armstrong's goal? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, that's proper yeah. shit. That's going live. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he was there for five minutes, and what then didn't he? I oh, know it was Gordon Cowan's that went on the on the end of season do, wasn't it? After playing two games or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. maybe Gordon Cowan's then for us. There you go. Yeah, yeah, all right. That's a good show. What about you, Hannah, have you have you got a suggestion for that? You're too nice, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a controversial one here. Classic County John Proudlock. Proudlock. I thought he was mint Proudlock. <laughs> it, it was one of them. He was like, he was like your your luxury player. He was your wild card, wasn't he? But I don't. I I think it agree. He was never. He gets. He gets remembered for. Well, I mean, what, scoring what, what, lots of goals. I remember him for the goal against Wickham in the monsoon, where he banged yeah. it in from like forty yards. And I remember him for that picture of him and Conrad Logan swapping shirts. Do you not remember him for linking up really well with Eldin? 
I thought because so, that's what I do. Yeah, reasonably. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't, I just don't remember it being like same as his whole career. Really, he was just never like consistently excellent, which is why he kind of fell down the levels. Fairly that's why quickly. he came to us. Yeah, yeah, and why he ended up where he ended up. He, he played. Um, he played for Sheffield Wednesday against us, though, didn't he? And absolutely ripped us apart. I think. Yeah, he did. Remember, remember he that. did. Yeah. That was that was probably his one good game in that like three month spell for Wednesday. I'd imagine as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ian Dowden. Ian Dowden. Um. Ian. Ian Moore. He says no. He, Ian Moore was quality. I mean, well, there's a couple of things there because the question is, which county player who's generally generally thought to be great do you think was average? Yeah, so I said I, players that people thought was. Yeah, I, 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 mean, was, I was looking for the controversial answers. I, I was just looking for someone to say, "Oh, Big Kev, he was good, but he couldn't hit the ball or something like that." that <laughs> these yeah. are the kind of views that I wanted to drag out. He keeps over his legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's all legs, like me. <laughs> Okay, I think we're just about out of things to talk about, unless anybody's got anything else before we go. I've got a full page of emergency questions. <laughs> well, we've, we've, I, think we've, I, think we've, I think we've done that for tonight. I think we've, we've blown our minds enough. <laughs> we have. Um, okay. Right, I think that's it. Uh, enjoy the match on Friday. I take it we're all going, are we? Well, I know you're going, yeah. you're going to Foodie yeah. Friday after. I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to be like Gazza at your 96, mate. I'm going to put speed bumps at the bar. I'm on the oh, train probably just have a civilized couple of pints. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Might make it, might not. It's a four pint there, though, at the very least. Uh, train from London. <laughs> and due in at ten past six. We'll see. Don't have much faith in Avanti at the moment. We'll, we'll see you in the courtyard. Will you be in the courtyard, Russell? Pretty much. I will be in the courtyard. Yes, you need to be in the courtyard as well, Nick, because we're going to present be presenting John Kieran with his mug. So, oh. yeah, if you could be on time for that, that'd be great. <laughs> what? Where's this come from? When am I? When am I not on time? <laughs> I'm only messing. Uh... When I was on time for this the other week. And then you didn't send me the thing. I was like 15 minutes early and you didn't send me the thing until like a minute before we went on air. And yeah, what happened? Just... what happened? And I have to be ready. I have to be ready, don't I? When when it all kicks off, because I'm the first one to speak, you can just piss about. <laughs> I mean, you don't. No, I don't. Thank you for not pissing about because I couldn't handle it. <laughs> but, right, I'm always late and you're always pissing about. There we go. There's right. a new narrative. Yeah. Okay, let's go with that. So when I'm late for something, I can point at you and go, well, he was pissing about, wasn't he? <laughs> so, yes, I will be in the courtyard. Are you, oh, so please be there so we can present John with his mug. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. See, we see what I've started now. Okay. Brilliant. Right. See you on Friday for the big match. See you later, everybody. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Scarf Begawa War was written, recorded and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. The music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson. Subscribe wherever you get your content, as well as finding out how to join the TSBW fan club. Check out the links in the description or go to all the W's, scarfbegawawar.co.uk. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. 
Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.